gentlemen, my audio listening audience. Thank you very much for joining me one more time for the five steps to reinvent your life. My name is John Bankhead, and uh, thanks for joining me tonight. Earlier in my first podcast, we talked about the contents that were going to be in the five steps to reinvent your life. This is a work in progress for myself, and you know, just like our whole our whole lives are a work in progress. Um, I told somebody just the other day, my life is a my life is a is a, is a huge failing success story. <laughs> Everything in my life that I failed on has made me a success because when you learn from what you fail, and that's just, that's your success. You know, when you have a success, it's just one small item in the frame of things compared to the failures. You know, you don't succeed off of just one failure. You succeed off of several failures in your life. And I think it's really important for us to, to realize that and not beat ourselves down, let alone ourselves, judge other people for their failures. Because we're all in this together, right? We all wear the same jersey, and that's called humans or people. <clears throat> One I want to speak on tonight is the introduction of the first, the five steps to reinvent your life. I know if you listened to my first podcast, it was, it was rather fast. It was really pretty good and quick. And I talked like this and I did a little, and that's what I mean by it's a work in progress. You know, it's, you have to go back and listen to what you did and reanalyze the situ- reanalyze what you were talking about. And today, I'm going to try to slow it down for you so I can make myself just a little more clear for you to understand. This is the introduction to the five steps to reinvent your life. I would like to be the first to congratulate you on following through on your instincts that led you to receive this this book or this podcast. Whether it's for mental, physical, spiritual, or financial gains, you have already taken a step in a positive direction for improving your life. I truly believe that by opening up the pages of this book and applying the steps into your daily life, you too can learn how to follow your instincts more often and have success without realizing your natural-born intuition and individuality is at play. Keep in mind, a book is only as good as the reader is at applying these principles into your life. So the more you read and apply in your life, the more successful life become. <laughs> the more happy you become when you apply them in your life, then you can tell your friends about, hey, this guy John Bankhead, he has this book. It's called The Five Steps to Reinventing Your Life. And when you apply it in your life on the daily, ba- on the daily basis, magical things happen. It's almost like a magic spell. White magic, that is. So, this book is going to lead you in a step-by-step process from the first page to the last with the least amount of time and energy wasted in order to help you get out of this book, as well as life, what you desire and deserve. You will learn to experience non-tangible, non-monetary, spiritually rewarding gifts and lessons that are to be gained out of this life that we can take back home with us in the suitcase of our soul. That we can rest assured that we gain the knowledge as well as leave a positive impact on earth that was intended when we made the decision to take this journey through living a life of unconditional love, selflessness, patience, non-judgmental compassion, and positive communications that will bring peace of mind and harmony to our lives, as well as those who are directly and indirectly affected by our actions through the vibration of our intent, we are able to turn this journey into a memorable experience through understanding we are fulfilling our purpose. These five steps will teach you how to organize and reinvent your life so that you can experience spiritual spiritual growth along with obtaining the monetary and tangible rewards that can manifest that can be manifested by living through your birthrights, becoming your truest self. One of the most important words in this book that you're going to need to understand is the definition of the word eusodium. It's an acronym that I came up with 
is called the universal source of divine intelligence. 1. Universal. The power the universe possesses is universal, obtainable, and adaptable to all living and non-living environmental organisms of this world, as well as the spirit world or the unseen world. 2. S. Source. Applying all the knowledge into our lives provided to us from that which created us in order to fulfill our purpose of spiritual being. 3. D. Divine. To discover intuitively without hesitation, never failing or being wrong, projecting a positive flow of energy, heavenly and godlike. 4. I. Intelligence. Having and utilizing a highly developed ability to think, reason, and understand, especially in combination with the wide knowledge, encompassing these definitions gives you a better a better idea of the direction this book is going to take you. My life has been full of opportunity. You know, looking back, I've, I've learned that when I have accomplished the most rewarding success out of life, I feel that it all came naturally or intuitively. You know, when I was the most happy, honest, selfless, and patient person I could possibly be, success kind of naturally followed. And at, time, and at the time, I couldn't explain where my peace of mind or all the beautiful people and wonderful opportunities that were entering into my life were coming from. But when I was angry, impatient, violent, abusing, abusing addictions, relationships, lied, cheating myself, enlightenment, self-awareness, anything that a man could be doing wrong, John Bankhead was definitely doing them. I dragged my life to the dregs of the underbelly of society, walking through the valley of the shadow of death so many years, I lost count. As a matter of fact, I got a beach house and a summer home in the valley of the shadow of death. <laughs> I'm trying to get rid of them right now. They're up for sale. So if you know anybody whose life is you know, in that, in that area, um, let me know. I'll give them a, cheap, a cheap price. <laughs> Actually, I don't want to see anybody going out there. I don't want to. I don't see anybody going through the valley of shadow of death and the things that I went through. I mean, I did some some pretty horrible horrible things to myself and the people around me. I mean, I wasn't hurting people. I was just hurting myself physically and mentally and emotionally, and I was letting people down who has been there for me for so many years. And I know that if if I can come from where I've been to where I'm at now, you know, writing this, you know, I've been writing this book and put on podcasts. Um, anybody can do it. As, I've been through some things in my life that, you know, I'm not proud of. I'm a little bit embarrassed about. But, you know, when you own the accountability and you own the real estate on your mistakes and you say, okay, I'm not, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to learn from that, that's when the healing begins. If you're, if you're in denial and you're just completely against the fact that, well, it was her fault. It was my ex's fault. It was my girlfriend's fault. It was my kid's fault. It was my family's fault. It was the government's fault. I'm a conspiracy theorist. When you have all these excuses, you're going to stay right there where you're at. And you're going to die a very unhappy, unproductive soul. Your soul will not evolve like it's supposed to when we're down here. And I'm at a place, place in my life right now where I can't believe that I'm the person I'm living right now. I mean, I used to be writing this book a long time ago, years ago. I, I wrote this book 10 years ago I started. And for like seven years, I was a heavy, hardcore addict. Not doing the things I'm supposed to. And I'm telling people, yeah, I'm writing a book. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've got this book going on. I'm going to be a public speaker. I'm going to sell it. It's an awesome book. And it is an awesome book. However, I was just saying that to make myself look important because I was covering the fact that I was embarrassed because I wasn't doing anything else with my life. You know, I was, I was an addict. And if you know any addicts or experience any addict, or you're an addict yourself, you know what I'm talking about. And congratulations on you if you've overcome your addictions. So, like I said, I'm not proud of the destruction to myself or the wrong I've done to other people. But I'm here to let you know that in order to let go of one's ugly, disrupted past and to move on to a more peaceful, positive, productive life, you must first be honest with yourself before you can be honest with anyone else. 
Now, using these steps as tools allows you to reinvent your life on behalf of a second chance, a do-over, like City Slickers. You know, you ever see the movie City Slickers? And there are those those guys, those best friends, are going on a, a cow a, a ranch. They call it a cowboy ranch, and they go herding cattle. And they're talking about it. just just a do-over. You know, when we had to play baseball on the street, and you, you hit a foul ball, or you hit something, you, they'd let you have a do-over. You struck struck out, struck out, struck out, struck out. They give you a do-over. You know, this this is what his life is like. It's a do-over. When you realize you your failures are just building up like like little pieces of brick and blocks. Building up a pyramid of success, a pyramid of success. Your life is going to be a do-over, and I don't care how old you are. I'm 50 years old right now, and I'm finally pulling my head out of the dirt, out of the clouds, and out of other places. I'm not going to say on the podcast because I know that people are listening to this who have, who have spiritual and Christian morals. But it took me a long time. I'm 50 years old. I'm finally now trying to pursue. Trying. I hate that word. I'm just now pursuing my goals. I hate the word try because you always hear people say, but I tried my best. Oh, I try harder next time. I'll try it. I tried it. Well, you keep trying to fail. You're trying to fail. You keep trying your hardest to fail. You're going to keep on trying. If you fail, if you try, you're going to fail. Tryers always sleep in the, the crosshairs of delusion, making themselves an easy target for failure. Oh, I tried my best. Oh, I'll try harder next time. You're going to keep on trying and trying and trying and trying. You're never going to hit your target because you keep trying. Well, I tried because trying is like effort. Effort is a subject of wasted movement, of other actions being enacted besides the intended one. So when you stop putting forth effort and you start applying yourself with the right amount of energy, like an arrow, like a laser, sharp sharp as a laser, straight as an arrow, you'll always hit your target if you have the right amount of energy. You know, if you have too much energy and you're yelling and shouting, you're never going to have any conflict, positive conflict resolution. But if you have the right, right articulation, you take your time to realize what you want to say and you care about the person you're talking to, you're going to take the time to apply the right amount of energy instead of scaring it all over the place, like spitting in their face, like a great big, you ever walk through a cobweb, a spider web, and it gets all over you? <laughs> That's kind of like how displaced energy is. Effort, displaced effort is. So my objective I'm sharing with you the message from the five steps from reading Ben Your Life that's helped me overcome my weaknesses and transgressions is for you to realize that you too can change the pattern of your shortcomings from past failures by reconditioning the format you live your life by. From sharing my experiences with you that has changed my life for the better will help you gain a stronger understanding that no matter what decisions you have made in the past and how out of control one's life may seem or the insurmountable odds that may seem to be against you, Positive reconditioning is possible in ways you have probably never imagined. It's right here. It's right there within the power of your own birthright, your individual spirit. Let me share with you where my life was when the fire from the Usodi began to burn within me and I began to apply to my life something new that I was never taught or never thought of trying before that was taking my life in a direction I've always knew was out there, but I was scared to walk the path that would lead to my success. Plus, I was ignorant to the many options that would change my life, along with the faith to believe in myself, to finally love myself for all the good in me that's been screaming, screaming to express itself and live. In 2007, all my selfish decisions and bad choices finally caught up with me. You know, I allowed my life to be put in a compromising position where I had no home. I was living on the streets, no money, I couldn't eat, no car to live in, no job, and only the clothes on my back. 
You know, to be facing all this adversity at once, surprisingly, my spirits were up. For some crazy reason, I felt intuitively confident that things were going to change for the better. And I was building positive laws of attraction into my life without even knowing how it works. You know, I'd live in, I remember sleeping in garbage dumpsters when it was raining, it was cold, I had no blanket, sleeping in the park with a machete. In case, you know, a lot of crazy people live on the street. They're not mentally insane, mentally sane. And there's a lot of things that I did that I'm not proud of. You know, I had to steal boots from the store from Walmart so that I could go to work, have boots to go to work in so I can get a job. Going without food, going to the Catholic church where they gave out free lunches. You know, I've, I've been to the bottom. I'm telling you, when I say that I've walked through the valley of the shadow of death, I've been there. And I've been there way too long. You know, in the past, my life, you know, it's never come close to being that bad. You know, I thought I'd actually kill myself. I, I actually tried to kill myself three times. I just missed my target because I asked the guy too much, <laughs> too much effort, not enough energy, and I missed it. But I'm glad I missed it because now I see life. I didn't know life could people live like this, that the happy and happy and kind to people and people being receptive to you and being selfless and kind and putting other people first. My life has grown exponentially by leaps and bounds from the simple fact that I followed the five steps to reinvent my life in my life. I know I'm up, but I'm up, that was before the, you know, the, the, I felt the direction my life was going, it would never change. But that was before what I, what I know now. And what I know now has always been there this whole time. I just didn't know the combination that would unlock my history and set free all the, all the too familiar bad decisions and thinking errors. For example, being a follower at certain times in my life instead of the leader I was born to be. The procrastinator that was rooting in my character like cancer, hold me back from living out my true purpose from this life's experience, from the spiritual decision I made when I was back home, heaven. You know, when people ask, you know, I want to go back home. Well, look, you need a ride? <laughs> Let me give you a ride. Just down the street? No, home is like back in heaven. Oh, you want to go home? Home. Yeah, I want to go to heaven home. When I talk about, you know, packing me things up, my things up, I don't mean my tangible items, my clothing, my furniture, or my car or whatever, my bicycle. I, I talk about the spiritual, the, the emotional impacts and the emotional and the feelings and the love and the compassion that I've experienced, the transgressions and the failures and the, and the few successes that I've had in my life. That's what I want to take back home with me. Now, I know there's a lot of these people out there that do have a home and a car and a job and a drawer full of clothes and money in the bank. You know, the only money you'll have to spend is the cost of this book or listen to the inside this, this podcast. You'll not have to go out to the store and try anything on for size to ensure what you need fits to succeed. There is no shelf life, nor there is a, nor an expiration date. These steps are forever ongoing <clears throat> throughout your life, as long as you are willing to act on and share them with others. All you need you were born with, instincts, intuition, an immeasurable amount of godlike potential that you apply to ensure you fulfill your purpose throughout this life's experience. The initiative to take the necessary action to believe in yourself enough to take your first step in this step-by-step -step process that will progressively produce success that is going to build your momentum and self-confidence to the point you will not procrastinate on anything that you feel you want, need, or desire. Finish this book and carry the knowledge and momentum with you throughout the rest of your life because you can. Because you don't have to re-update it or find notifications, update it, or oh, Google is doing some notification on you to upgrade, whatever. No. You, it's applicable today. You can use it today, 
tomorrow, next month, next year, five years from now, ten years from now. It helps you. It exponentially, indirectly, and indirectly affects the people in a positive way that you socialize with in your life space. You can teach your kids. You can share it with your husband, your co-workers, your friends. All you have to do is simple. Everything in this book comes from the heart and the mind. There's a few few authors that I got some, some quotes from, but other than that, it's all come from my intuition, and it's applicable for anybody at any age, at any stage of their life. I'm 50 years old, and I'm reinventing my life because I know I can because I believe in my godlike abilities. You know, God says, I told you earlier, God's, you don't want, God doesn't want you to live for him. God wants you to live like Him. Because when you live like God, all the stuff that you want to live for God is going to your people, the people around you. You're serving the other people around you. And that's what God wants you to do. And that's what this book is about, is by serving other people. It's not a Christian book, and it's not a religious book. It's a flat-out, across-the-board, be good to yourself and your environment, the people you live in, and accomplish the goals along the way. You know, if I can become a motivational life coach from where I've been to where I am now, with the help from the tools in this book, you too can accomplish anything your heart desires and feel passionate about, about fulfilling your goals that you may have feel have been completely out of reach. What you need, people, you already have. All the helpful information written in this book and listening in this podcast is composed from my own map, a journal, if you will, you know, of ideas and insight from the interpolation that I felt was to be learned from a, a select few authors, as well as taking all the experiences, good and bad, that I've accumulated. <clears throat> throughout my lifetime, that inspired my self-awareness, enlightenment, to become better than I was in my past. Simple, easy-to-learn information that I had no clue was so readily available. What gaining this knowledge has done for me, I'm positive, can do the same for you. It's been like a rebirth, a second chance, a do-over, like I said earlier. From applying the steps from this book into, your, my, into my life has not only helped me, but also those people or directly and indirectly affected from how I now have control over the way I project my integrity, my character, my perception of myself, how I view the world, plus the ability to condition my state of mind, behavior, and actions in the most positive way possible. Listening audience, the feeling of reinventing my life has been like experiencing my first breath of the freshest, cleanest, untouched air that has never existed up until now. It has given me the insight to discover that by taking the time to learn the art of meditation and the different styles bring with it balance to the spirit, mind, and body, external and internal self-sensing, plus the ability to raise the plane on my spiritual and physical vibration rests on, enabling me to overcome challenging obstacles that are waiting for me on that path that fulfills my purpose. I've learned how to focus on subjects more intently gain the most of whatever I'm experiencing by effectively implementing mindful meditation. In addition, in addition to announcing certain mantras while opening up chakras throughout my body, I've come up with an example for utilizing one of our most powerful sustainable functions for living a happier, healthier life. It's one of our birthrights, our way of natural breathing. Explaining how to maximize the power of natural breathing by having a better understanding for how our behaviors developed through multiple generational conditioning breathing patterns throughout the four stages of adulthood that we don't even see happening. Also, learning how positive sensory-rich <clears throat> mental visualization with therapeutic image replacement can help people achieve goals that at one time or another seem to be out of reach, out of reach or unobtainable from unfortunate events, situations beyond our control. 
or from not facing, then fixing our mistakes, from the choices we have made in our past, from procrastination, bad relationships, addictions, mental and physical abuse, and not ever being taught how to set and achieve goals time and time again. You know, we're taught what to think, we're not, not how to think, we're taught what to learn and not how to learn. Well, I'm teaching you that right now. I can teach you that in these five steps. I can teach you how to learn, when to learn it, how to apply it to your life, how to put action behind what you're learning, and, and follow through on, on a daily basis. Encompassing the theory that, <clears throat> that our spirit and being have a sole purpose we must engage. Eliminating the fear from <clears throat> religious expectations and conditioned fears about death in general. There's so much emphasis put on religion these days. You know, it's like there's so many wars. Look how many wars are going on in the country, in the world right now, over religion. Religion is supposed to be open, um, um, selflessness, kind, empathetic, giving, selfless. And these people, because because you don't believe in the same God I do, but well, we, we believe in the same God, but he reads a different book to me. And, you know, he's read, he's read less books than my God books, so let's just fight about that. Oh, your bread, your your God eats wheat bread, and my my God eats white bread. It's ridiculous. Religious embodiment is there's so many wars and so many people's deaths, millions and billions of lives have probably been wasted over the over religion because some per, one person tells another person what they should believe and that other person says, well, I don't want to believe in that. Well, you're going to have to believe in that or we're going to kill you. Okay, let's start a war. It's ridiculous. And when you release yourself from the religious embodiment, realize that we're just here to exist, it makes life a whole lot easier. I'm not saying be an atheist by any means of the matter because I know that we are all brought here by a higher power. And something created our higher power, and something created that higher power, and, and so on and so forth. Nutrition is an influential mood stabilizer, as well as an important health factor. By educating myself on the laws Congress passed that permit the FDA and the USDA to add the most toxic, lethal, addictive, poisonous chemicals and fillers into our daily food consumption, in order to earn huge profits in exchange for the mental and physical stability of every man, woman, and child in America, I've changed my eating habits. You know, I avoid animals that have been raised with hormones, steroids, as well as common foods that have been processed, plus combining organic fruits and vegetables in my diet without the influence of insecticides and pesticides. Reinventing this part of our lives will give you and your family tons more energy with the peace of mind that the older we become, the easier it is to maintain a healthy body weight with less health problems. One of the most important lessons I've learned about living out my true purpose in this life is the responsibilities that all living organisms possess the ability to spread a positive vibration from our intent that can be felt and affect all living organisms, big and small, in a positive or negative experience. It's up to each of us to direct a constant positive vibration for safe evolution for all existence. These simple steps will balance the mind and body in one's life. By reconnecting you to your many birthrights, you will begin to understand the unlimited power humans possess by utilizing mind, body, and spirit. The contents in this book <clears throat> have been drawn up in a syntax formula to provide you a step-by-step -step plan that will progressively encourage as well as increase your success to your confidence. Commitment to tasks and discipline in one's life when applying the tools along with the exercises that are explained in each step. Hey, wouldn't having a map be comforting that would show you where you have been and where you're at, plus a clear picture of your final destination? 
A map that is easy to follow and understand that will always guide your life in the direction that leads to successful results time and time again because you made it work time and time again. I find that when I'm listening to a, a lecture, a book on audio, or reading a book, I always find it helpful to jot down notes and quotes from the material as well as ideas that come to me which can assist me <clears throat> in future situations down the road. You know, when working towards a goal or facing, facing adversity. The idea to write this book came to me from using this method, from taking notes from the ideas and beliefs and techniques from the authors of the books that I've read. By writing down what I was learning and the way I understood it best allowed my ideas to splinter in a direction of endless flow of personal theories, philosophies, and beliefs that eventually had the potential to be used as a powerful tool in motivating myself and others who are looking for a change from what hasn't seemed to be working in their very own in the past to manifest positive results in the present and future. This also provides an accomplishment. This also provides with their very own log or journal you can refer back to whenever setting out to accomplish a new set of goals from a formula that has worked so for, so far has worked so well for them in the past. This map allows you a place to write down fresh ideas and feelings that manifest from the mental and physical self-sensing that people experience from day to day. Now, I want you to keep in mind that a key ingredient for maintaining optimal learning performance in achieving any goal and to share it with others from what you have accomplished is documentation from a solid, proven success formula or a trusted map. Unfortunately, there are times in our lives we do get distracted from living out our purpose and coupled with procrastination, we lose our way on the road we know is going to lead us to our greatest success. I know that I've been distracted by my addictions. I've been distracted by codependent relationships. I've been distracted by self-confidence. I've been distracted by lack of my, my success in my life. You know, but when you write things down, it's all, and you don't write things down if you don't have a journal about your progress and the things you've done, it's hard to go back and find you. When you don't leave breadcrumbs, behind and that's what kind of having a journal is like it's like leaving breadcrumbs behind you so you can all you know if you get lost if you get sidetracked you can always turn around and look at the breadcrumbs and, and find your way out and go back to this place where you took that left instead of right or that right instead of a left or the fork in the road you should straight you should have went straight ahead you know that's what having a journal is so i go on back and looking and reading when you get sidetracked i do that all the time <laughs> I, I do. I, I well, I used to. I'm on track now. I'm on the course. I know. I know I should be. But when you, you're the only person who got you to where you're at. So you're the only. You only know the road that took you there. So you're the only person that can bring yourself back out. So when you have a journal, a map that's showing you the success, the things that you've done, you can always go back and say, "Gosh, I was, I was doing that. Wow, I came up with that idea. That was me." Oh my gosh, yeah, well, I guess I really was at a good place at that time. And my goodness, I'm sure I'm glad I, I wrote down the stuff in the journal, the map, because now I can start back from square one or where I left off before I got sidetracked and start in the, in the, in the direction I know that's going to fulfill my purpose and simplify my life. You know, I'm no doctor by, or a scientist by any means, but when I finally took that long, thought look at where my life has ended up, I see myself as... A merely below average man working to make an above average change in my life and possibly the lives of others. However, the observations I've made throughout my life, I've witnessed that 
Some of us are reaching for the lessons <clears throat> to be learned that build character, knowledge to sell, spiritual well-being that create the type of happiness out of life that will carry with them, carry them through any and all adversity and bring in their lives the kindness of success that will flourish so strongly by way of peace of mind, love, patience, companionship, compassionate, humanitarianism. From knowing they have left a significant mark on this life, and the mark will rub off and flow through their children's way of thinking and lifestyle that create a new perspective for the next generation of family and societal formatting that will pave the road for a life of universal bliss and for global unity for many, many generations to follow. You know, there are those of us also, you know, those people who are just looking for spiritual wealth and, and mental wealth that help the overall soul of the universe grow, that's fantastic. There's also those people who are, who are my, those people out there who are searching for financial security, monetary success, and ego-driven self and societal recognition from the accomplishments that are being made from this life and to pass down financial and tangible wealth to their loved ones so they'll not have to be burdened to struggles as much as, as, as much or be subjected to the many different pitfalls that life brings our way, creating opportunities with financial stability. You guys, you know, no matter what it is that motivates people for wanting to be successful, there's really no right or wrong reason. Each person has their own individual deep burning desire to accomplish or succeed at anything they feel passionate about. As long as you're not hurting anyone or doing any ecological damage along the way, it really doesn't matter, right? Now, understanding your per personal thought process from how you've been conditioned by multi-generational formatting through immediate social environments, such as family members, friends, music, religion, culture, government, competition, or the personal limitations you have placed on yourself, from believing in the societal format from which we live our lives in the everyday aspect. When we learn how to recondition this process into a positive motivator, you'll notice, you'll notice the connection you have to opportunities. People who you never thought possible would or could enter into your life will be there every day in all shapes and forms. These forms of opportunity are unlimited. Just like the universal source of divine intelligence we spoke of earlier, well, I spoke of, but to you, <laughs> me and we, <laughs> you will possess more patience, a better understanding of just how important your purpose in this universe is. You will possess a higher threshold over unexpected events, gaining more control over life's distractions that used to bother you or that has held you back so many times before in your past. You know, there's a reason we humans are at the top of the intellectual food chain. We apply cognitive thinking, the ability to resolve problems by perceiving or creating and understanding situations. Also, the ability, to have, the ability of resolving conclusions and of using conclusions resolved to resolve further conclusions more rationally in order to gain greater success from life's opportunities in order to evolve. Not just individual spiritually, but oversoul of the universe and society and our culture and our lifestyle. When we use it in the right way, there shouldn't be all the problems we have in the, in the world right now. The greed. Corporate greed is destroying our planet. And we need to step up and take, take notice of this and start applying our unity and our vibration of intent in the right purpose, in the right direction, so that we can you know, help Mother Earth cure her sicknesses. Because we've come, like the, the French and the Europeans when they came over to America, and they brought the chicken pox and measles to Native Americans. And they killed millions, millions, hundreds of thousands of Native Americans. It's kind of about what we're doing to Mother Earth. We're bringing diseases onto, onto her 
and she's just and she's dying. But that's okay because you know Mother Earth has and always will reinvent herself and recycle herself long after we're gone. It may take her some time, but uh, she bounces back pretty hard. Now, but don't you know? Don't get me wrong. I am by no means discrediting any other animal or organisms. You know, we all play for the same team, right? We all wear the same jersey. However, I don't believe that lions, bears, and sharks, and trees, or plants set goals for themselves in relation to where they would like to see their existence in six months to a year from now, or the core set the quotas to secure their happiness or livelihood by how much prey they kill in a week or how big they grow as a tree or a plant and the amount of oxygen they give off. In their own right, they are all excellent survivors in the elements in which they live. The human race, on the other hand, do set goals for themselves to reach. We test our endurance, expand our thresholds on several different levels, and the ability to rationalize and reason. There is one survival technique we fail to use that is at our advantage that other animals and organisms use on a regular basis, and that is our natural-born intuitiveness. We're not cavemen or cavewomen, so let's stop thinking and acting like them and start living up to our full potential. Why not use the many birthrights to our advantage and apply our mental power to accomplish whatever we set out to do through our fullest ability? This means by living through the perfection we were created from, gaining the most out of life that we are expected to, and not let what we created, not let, not let what created us, as well as ourselves down when we reach that point in time when we must cross over to the unseen world, or back home, I like to say. My listening audience, when you begin to apply these steps into your life, you will be in for an excellent adventure of surprisingly non-stop pattern of success. You will feel such joy and peace of mind will rise that you will be asking yourself, has this wisdom and knowledge been here this whole time? And where have I been? You'll begin to see just how easy the daily practices are to use and the unlimited amount of accomplishments that you allow into your life. You'll be telling yourself that you wish someone or somehow you were taught this sooner. But the crazy thing is, it's been there the whole time. It's your birthright. When you use them, your life will expand in all manner of positive directions, by leaps and bounds, by believing your connection to the universal source of divine intelligence. I truly believe this book will enable you to achieve all you ever wanted out of life. Enjoy this book and all it has to offer. Use all the tools, and the methods step by step, and you too can be a witness to the magnificent power of the universal source of divine intelligence. Hey, by the way, uh, I just want to congratulate you on all the success you're going to be achieving that's waiting for you in the future. Those things by Robert Greene. He has uh, several books, The 33 Strategies of War, and a couple other books out there I can't think of right now. But he says, you know, you are your worst enemy. You waste precious time dreaming of the future instead of engaging in the present. Since nothing seems urgent to you, you're only half involved in what you do. The only way to change is through action and outside pressure. Put yourself in situations where you have too much at stake to waste time or resource. If you can't afford to lose it, you won't. Cut your ties to the past. Enter unknown territory where you must depend on your wits and energy to see you through. Place yourself on death ground where your back is against the wall and you must fight like hell to get out alive. Robert Graham. You know, Buddha always said, speak or act with a pure mind and happiness will follow as your shadow is shakable. And he's right. If you're positive and you're happy and healthy, that sticks with you. 
like like the one when you see a dog shake water off its coat and it's like if it won't come off its coat and it'll be damp it'll start stinking like dog wet dog fur that's how it is but it won't have to stink and it'll be stuck with you and it'll be on you like glue when you have good par- good character good morals it sticks with you you know when you don't, instant gratification is gone instantly you know the things you you get instantly the gratification you get instantly from instant gratification it's gone like a burnout match book on but like long-term satisfaction when you work hard for it it's like a light bulb that lasts a long time when those new light bulbs they say are supposed to last for two years it's like that and it lasts it may take a little bit a little bit longer to get it going and get it up and running but it's going to last a whole lot longer you can use it like this five steps to reinventing your life you can use it today next week 10 years from now you can you can read this whole book or listen this whole podcast which is going to take about a month month and a half It'll stick with you forever, and you can use it forever. It doesn't have a shelf life, people. Please listen to me. I'm going to go through these steps one at a time, just a little bit every day. Every morning, I'm going to wake up and start my day off with my podcast, sending you guys this information throughout the day. They can help you in a day, and the days are the most challenging points, parts of the day. You know, It can be the most convenient part of the day to apply your affirmations into your day. Because when you start the first 10 minutes of your day, when I wake up, I before I even get up out of my bed, well, actually, I turn on my computer, I stretch, I sit back down, and I go right to work on my affirmations. And, on, and, the, aff- and the positive you know, sentences or paragraphs that I've written the day before, and I put them back down into my, into my books, my notes. And that, ladies and gentlemen, sets my mood for the day. Because you know, motivational words, you know, is affirmations are just, just words that you hear that, exp- that, that express feelings and emotions into action. Motivational word affirmations are just thoughts in your head that, that that you act on through feelings and emotions into your life. Before I leave, I want to let you, left you leave you with a letter that I wrote to myself a long time ago. It's called a letter to self. When you apply, when you think about this letter, you'll uh, throughout your day when things are going good and you find yourself stuck, read this letter and let it, hopefully it motivates motivates you. It's called letter to self. Pay close attention. Take stock on where your life has been, where it is now, where would you, where you'd like to see your life up until your last dying breath. Put ego and side of pride aside. Stop and think about what really makes you happy. Do you even know? Try and find out before you leap into the next part of reinventing your life. When all else fails, listen to your instincts. Natural born intuition, because neither will ever lead you astray. Thoughts of failure or ever giving up will never be an option. Never allow the chaos from past incidents of emotional, physical, or mental trauma rule your destiny, scaring you into believing you don't deserve the best. When you do what you're afraid of, you're alive. When you do what you're when you do what you're afraid of when you do what you're afraid of, you're alive. But when you're afraid to do what scares you, you're dead. When you find yourself facing fear, courage materializes from its resting place from within. Live through your courage, even when you know you're licked. Before you begin, and see it through no matter what. Nurturing common sense, faith, belief in your abilities. Without a doubt, there is nothing you can't or won't do to bring into your life all the success, peace of mind you desire. Never allow anyone, no matter who it is, to influence you away from what you feel is right, true, and honest. Don't allow those who doubt you to get into your head. Those kinds of people will always be around. So it's up to you to determine to what? and to whom you should listen. Carefully weed out people who aren't for you. You'll know them 
because they won't be able to hide their true colors for very long. Show them a smile, show them to the door, and throw them a wave. Follow your heart on your path for discovering your truest self, peace of mind, and your dreams. Go forth, be happy, and strive to be the person you always knew you should be. Love you, John Bankhead. This is the end of my podcast today, ladies and gentlemen. I hope that you listen, and I hope you continue to listen. You continue to follow. And if you like it, let other people know and share it with other people. And if you get something out of it, that means you're going to spread the vibration of intent. No, in order to see those bumper stickers or whatever, be the good, be the good, be the good. Well, how do you be the good? You got to do the good to be the good. You know, God can't do everything. You know, we're on the same team, you know. And our pastors, if you go to church, they're, they're our team captains. But we're the players on the same team. Pastors can't do all the work. We've got to do some of the work, too. And when I said, you know, instead of living for God, you've got to live like God. Remember that. Go out there tomorrow and make it happen. I wish you all the best. All the best. Not the best. <laughs> I don't wish you no pests. I don't want to be a pest. I don't want no pests around you. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Start your day off great. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.